I will say, like, looking back, I can't believe we did it. We were so naive to so many of the challenges. Knowing what I know now, it's like, I would have never done it. I would say, like, if you want it, go for it. From Metro Edge, this is Edge of Greatness, a show for cutting-edge professionals and thinkers alike about entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and game changers on their journey to personal and professional success. Welcome to the Edge of Greatness. I'm your host, Josh Albert. And I'm Sarah England. And today's guests are Michelle and Elena Katnick. They are not only sisters, but co-founders and instructors at Team Ride Indoor Cycling Studios. Opened in 2012, Team Ride has helped initiate a fitness evolution in Sacramento, diversifying and elevating the city's fitness offerings. Team Ride has created a space beyond just a spinner fitness studio, grounded in a message of inclusivity and community. Most importantly, focusing on how people leave feeling rather than how people leave looking. Find them, find them on Instagram at Team Ride Studios, at mkatnick, and at ecat13, the sisters behind Team Ride. Welcome, Elena and Michelle Katnick. Hi. Thank Hi. you. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for being yeah, here. Thanks for having We're us. We're stoked to be here. So I wanted to throw like a random question at you, and it was focused around how can exercise improve us other than just the way that we look and research shows there's five other ways and I was just wanted to like curious what you guys were going to say I mean at least for me I mean I don't do you want me to try to list out the five ways (laughs) (laughs) I mean because I would say for me like my mindset it's it just helps shift my whole mindset whether I'm in a rut or need a pick-me-up it just it always leaves me feeling better because of those endorphins Endorphins, totally. That's one of them. Oh, okay, great. (laughs) Endorphins, yeah, obviously. And then um, as far as for me as well, it's emotional. Um, So obviously that also goes with endorphins. But I know that on a day I work out, I'm going to have a much more positive outlook on life than a day where I don't move my body. Absolutely. Josh, I'm curious, what are the actual five that are on your list? Well, I feel like you guys touch them, but it's stress, self-confidence, mood, sleep and memory and thinking okay yeah. i feel like yeah, yeah. you know yeah. I think I awesome. got it. which i think just connects with with what i understand is your message which is like it's not just about looking good it's like really about feeling good and it seems like you guys spread that message in your workouts too totally i mean i know that's really why we opened team ride is that we wanted to bring Um, a new concept to Sacramento that would inspire people to want to work out again. We wanted people to look forward to working out. We knew that it could be fun and that if people kind of focused on the fun of fitness, obviously the benefits of looking better, feeling better would follow. 100%. We always have said like looking better is a byproduct of everything else that happens in that room. Mm, I love that. Um, and, and going back a little farther, what actually inspired you to go in the direction of opening a business that was fitness related? It was definitely inspired by me, Michelle, because I was living in New York. I lived there for about seven years. And obviously the array of fitness in New York mm-hmm. is just massive. And mm-hmm. so I fell in love with Spin There. And it's obviously a new, 
what you would call kind of a new age spin, which is more rhythm based mm-hmm. cycling. Mm-hmm. All about um, the beat of the music. Yeah, so very, very music driven. And we're a very music driven household. We're half Cuban, so we just were raised with music in our lives. So the idea of bringing a fitness to Sacramento that focused on music um, and was really rhythm based just felt fun to us. Yeah, because we had thought of different businesses over the years, like everything you can possibly imagine. Yeah. But something felt so right about this one in particular because we grew up playing tons of sports. Mm -hmm. So we were really athletic just through all of our schooling. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, like Michelle touched on, we're a very musical family. Like Mm -hmm. our mom literally sings and dances every day. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, So it just felt like a perfect blend. And and because um, the yoga community here in Sacramento has always been really strong or it's been strong for decades, we knew that the idea of like a specialized boutique fitness could be successful here. So we're like, okay, since yoga can be successful here, we think this new spin concept could also be successful. Totally. And you've completely proven that to be a correct theory over the years, for sure, I'd say. Thank you. Um, you. Is it so exciting to be in your 10th year of business and to see how much Team Ride has grown? I mean, it's it's wild. And obviously, it's it's also a really weird time um, Mm -hmm. in in the world. I think we'd love to say that, yes, it is so exciting that this business has been a successful business Mm -hmm. since day one. Yeah. And that's amazing. And not many business owners can say that. Totally. Um, But I think the past two years have really, you know, given us a run for our money, um, quite literally. And so (laughs) it's a bummer that this is where we are 10 years in. Totally. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we like to say about 70% of our ridership has not returned since March, wow. 2020. Um, so it's definitely been a grassroots kind of yeah. stick it out. Everyone who is showing up is so passionate yeah. about keeping us in business. And mm-hmm. it feels good knowing like, thank God we had such a solid foundation going right. into this. Totally. Because otherwise we would have closed our doors. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. let's go back to that like March 2020 when when the world started to shut down. What happened? What did you have to do? And what did that feel like? Well, it was March 15th, 2020. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday, and we just realized that we felt like closure was inevitable. Like yeah. that was gonna happen. Yeah, it was coming. And as we stayed open, our riders did keep showing up. And we thought we're doing a disservice to, I guess, like our global responsibility mm-hmm. to right. keep our doors open. Because as long as we stay open, people will show up. And who knows what this thing is that's apparently horrible and yeah. whatever yeah. coming for us all. Yeah. So we decided to <laughs> proactively close our doors on March mm-hmm. 15th, mm-hmm. assuming we'd be closed for like a couple weeks or right. you know right and yeah, you guys nobody. don't close that's what i understand right yeah we because we were even open um on christmas quite a few years who doesn't want to do a christmas ride i mean right. I would, oh it would yeah. always sell out yeah. it would always sell out and obviously like there are jewish people there are people without kids right. you know yeah so i know it's a holiday for most companies we were like let's be open 365 days a year yeah, yeah. so we were 
Um, so, so yeah, the idea of closing, wild. yeah, it was a crazy, crazy thing. We sat thing. at Chicago Fire, of all places, yeah. right after, yeah. like, <laughs> announcing the closure. We went straight from Midtown nice Studio. Nice plug. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago yeah. Fire. It was, like, right around the block from where we were currently living at the time. And we just sat there looking at each other like, this is real. Like, this is our yeah. last dinner out right now because everybody's going to close. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I always remember that memory. It yeah. was just wild. And, and what was it like for your instructors and your team members? What was that like for, especially that very beginning, but even now? Yeah, I mean, it was... I guess, I mean, weird. I mean, I, I guess I don't know because obviously what we were experiencing as owners is different than it, as employees, but mm-hmm. we did have at the time, what, four full-time employees? Yes. Um, so that for them was huge because we, we are their livelihood right. versus a lot of part-time employees where I don't feel like it's as big of a deal for them because they have <laughs> other jobs. Yeah. Um, Emotionally and mentally a big deal. Yeah, but no, I mean, it was not as it was right. horrible because we did have to send out an email saying like, OK, here we've been instructed to like, here's the unemployment uh, office yeah. information. Let us know on unemployment. out the paperwork. Like, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Being the place that was providing, yeah, all these jobs to them being like, here, unemployment, like, good luck. It was very strange. Well, and it was super emotionally it tough for very, us. Very. Because we have always prided ourselves on treating our employees so well. Cool. But it was like, we we won't be able to pay you because our bank right. account will go to zero. Because <laughs> yeah. what we do is now illegal. Yeah. We're not allowed to be open. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And it's like one of those things where you got to put your own oxygen, oxygen mask on first before you can put someone else's mm-hmm. on as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How like, so here we are two years later, like, how much of this is like just resilience compared to how much is it like you made a bunch of changes to like you know stay in business and what changes have you made i mean obviously the most immediate change we made was that we started streaming our classes yeah um so that's a whole different business component that we didn't offer before covid um so that's been cool to see our our ability to shift cool to being online yeah. Um, so that was the biggest thing that we did. And it was a real learning curve. <laughs> it, it was. A lot more, <laughs> a lot more complicated than you yeah. think. Yeah. Wow. This you is intense. <laughs> um, and then, gosh, aside from that, like our ability, I, I don't know if it's like luck, because like that rooftop. Yeah, talk about the rooftop a little bit. So you put yeah. a tent on a roof, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're really, we're really lucky in that our Midtown studio is in a fairly um, businessy area. Mm-hmm. While we are surrounded on two sides by residential, um, right behind us is a huge parking garage. And then Sutter Health is mm-hmm. basically the next mm-hmm. seven blocks or whatever. Um, so obviously Sutter employees were no longer coming in a lot of administrative people. So their huge parking garage, the top floor, was basically empty every single day. And we had seen that. So we just kept going up there and filming it and taking photos. (laughs) And we had a contact at Sutter and we just kept emailing and calling still empty and saying hey still empty still empty and like this nobody's could help parking save a small here. business yeah, yeah. yeah. we were yeah. pulling yeah. every cuz they initially had said no yeah and i was like we need to pull on their heartstrings a little yeah. bit more and so luckily they ended up saying yes and yeah, if they hadn't incredible. said yes i 
I'm like really not sure what we would have done. Wow. We would have gone somewhere else, but I don't think it would have worked as well. Yeah. It's proximity to our actual location, I yeah. think, is what made it so ideal. Because yeah. people didn't 100%. have to change routine. Totally. You could still go to the same block. Yeah. We're there. Yeah. Um, it kept your foundation strong. Yeah. But our sure. East Sac location, I mean, closed on March 15th, and then it didn't reopen until, was it June? June. So, like, we were closed for over a year at our East Sac location. Because that's very residential. And so there was just not going to be any way. Yeah. So how do you think you're, like, how do you think at this point that other 70% is going to get back into the studio? I'm sure, like, yeah. Anyway. You know? it's. I mean, it's literally starting from, like, the ground floor. Like, as if we were a brand new business. It's how it feels. Like, we need to find more writers because we will have permanently lost some of those people of course um and people move away and whatever um but there's always people coming into sacramento yeah there's always an influx of new people yeah and we pride ourselves on being the best so if they're going to choose to spin yeah. They're going to spin with us. Yeah, totally. So if we can just... There's that confidence. <laughs> the team ride confidence. Josh and I were talking about this beforehand. Everybody that works for Team Ride or goes to Team Ride... The Team Ride Mafia is what you the said. The Team Ride Mafia is what oh, I called it. They exude oh confidence. Gosh. You exude confidence through social media even. It is through a phone. You can see the confidence. And I just think it's really cool. And it was right there. That was wow. the Team Ride Mafia confidence. Wow. Look at you. You're so sweet. Oh, my gosh. I really like that. I'm going to make a shirt. <laughs> So, so I've like I've been to I think thirty classes and yeah, woo. I love writing and uh, I like to think I'm part of the team. Mm-hmm. But the class is so much more than just like like trying to finish the class. Like every time I've been to a class, the instructor's like using the class as an, an analogy for life. Why is that? We've always said we want to be more than just a fitness studio. Um, you know, we're not bodybuilders we don't count calories we're not into macros like we're here for a good time Mm -hmm. we're here to make friends we're here to enrich our lives and so that is why when you're in our classes it's not like go faster to burn more calories it's like go faster here because that will help you in your everyday life overcome your own challenges Mm -hmm. we're more than just fitness yeah yeah because we've always said like things like that are are kind of what are fads like there's nothing special or unique about an experience like that and Mm -hmm. so what we want to create is an experience that you can't find anywhere else and that again is more than just a workout as you said i mean people have found their best friends at team ride people have found their partners at team ride you you did i found yeah i found did you i did she did So it, it's real. Like, yeah. if you become a team rider, like, you're going to make friends. It's yeah. a good time. Awesome. And one of the things I was thinking about is there are a lot of spin studios in town. And, like, how do you think about differentiating from them? And, yeah. I mean, I think it's just the people, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Because, I mean, no two place is ever going to be the same. Right. Um, we were the first here. Mm-hmm. So we're not looking to emulate anybody else. Right. Um, and at the end of the day, there are enough people to go around. Yeah. You know, and like we've always said that, like we're not looking to be in competition with the other studios in Sacramento because 
Yeah. Th- there is enough. And yeah. while right now there doesn't <laughs> feel to be enough, <laughs> there are. And I just, we're very proud of what Team Ride offers. And yeah, we, don't, we don't really care, I if guess, you're what other people are what doing. you do. Yeah, if yeah. you're proud of your product. Yeah. yeah. That's no, 100%. Um, I'm a little curious on the business end of things, starting a business as a family. So it's the two of you and your two other sisters started this business together, correct? Mm-hmm. We always like to say that should kind of tell you everything you need to know, right? <laughs> yeah. And then there were two. <laughs> yeah. I totally. would love to hear what it was like starting a business with your sisters and what growth that has offered you over the last 10 years. Do you want to take that one? <laughs> No, it's heavy. I know. I mean, I think we've always said you shouldn't start a business with friends um, because your friendship will end. Right. Yes. I mean, that is truly how we believe. That's what we believe. That's like a firm, I'm telling you, your friendship will end. Um, So luckily, we are tied by blood. (laughs) So while there have been dark moments and times where we weren't speaking to one another yeah we at the end of the day are sisters mm-hmm. and we love each other and we support each other well and but i so do we've gotten through it well and i remember early on elena and i used to say wow it was so stupid for us to go into business with two sisters who are married with kids because at it. the time she wasn't married she didn't have yeah her kid so it was like we felt like we were definitely doing all the work and yeah. it just we realized like that was where the challenge yeah. lied is that for us team ride was our everything yeah. and obviously they had to fit in team right. ride when they could right and so that's where i would say the biggest disconnect happened yes, yes. initially 100% and now how are all of your roles different right like what do you focus on that you may not focus on and are your two other sisters still involved our two other sisters who we love very much <laughs> um, are no longer involved okay Okay. But uh, Teresa is the one who most recently is no longer involved because she and her family moved to Park City right before COVID. Wow. Um, And it looks like she's probably going to stay there for a while. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she's no longer involved. She's still a silent partner, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. And if if we absolutely need her, she does stuff. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then as far as, like, what we work on, I feel like we are so collaborative. We're super collaborative. We really are. But, like, Elena does order apparel and design the apparel okay like does she run it by me of course yeah um marketing we definitely do together um i'm the one who does payroll yeah she's the one that goes through our bank statement though and itemizes things you really do everything yeah oh yeah together yeah Yeah. we pretty much do it all together yeah we've always said like oh divide and conquer it's just it that's not as fun number one yeah and number two we are our best critics you know right. like i know how to critique her she knows how to critique me right and mm-hmm. we make each other better yeah so why would you want to do a solo mission that you're going to do half as well totally you know yeah so. at, at what stage like cause at the beginning you guys were teaching a lot of classes also weren't you at what stage did you shift from i'm not going to be an instructor i'm going to be like way more of a business owner and like spend time on marketing and well, so when we first opened Team Ride, we didn't even plan on teaching. So when we first opened, we were not instructors. Okay. But we worked front desk every day. Mm-hmm. And so the riders would be like, so when are you two going to teach? <laughs> so it, it only lasted like a month and a half where a we didn't teach. Yeah. Wow. So Starting next thing February. you knew, we had to cover 
for an instructor who like was sick and we couldn't find coverage and we just in our back pockets had a class ready to go. Wow. So we did that class. Let's whip it out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and then deal. we realized like, okay, people want us on the schedule. So we started teaching once a week on Saturdays was super and fun. that started selling out. And it's oh, like, as a new cool. business, you're like, oh my gosh, the <laughs> yeah. class is selling yeah. out. Yeah. So, and then the trickle effect that obviously has on the rest of that day. Yeah. So then we slowly started picking up more classes. Yeah. Because I went to your Wednesday class for a long time. You did a Wednesday morning class. 5.30 a.m. I used to love that class. And it was always packed. Yeah. We always taught the Wednesday, Friday, 5.30 a.m. Yeah. And the Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m. And then the Saturday, 10 (laughs) a.m. We used to teach four, like, consistently. Okay. But we have been instructors since basically the beginning. Yes. And then it wasn't until COVID COVID hit that we stepped off the schedule. Okay. And that was because when we had everyone go on unemployment... And then we decided to open up outdoors. Um, most of our studio crew, actually, like all of our studio crew, did not return. Wow! Um, just because it they was were a scared. lot of manual labor. It was a lot of manual labor. We were rolling bikes in and out every <laughs> yeah. day. So people, the job had changed. Right. And people weren't on board for it. Yeah. So Michelle and I, to keep costs super low, we yeah. did ninety percent of the studio crew. Got it. Roll. Got it. So with doing that, there was just no bandwidth yeah. for also teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but our plan is to return to I was just going to ask, yeah. yes. Yeah. Because we I returned mean, briefly, briefly, but then Elena yeah. you know, had a baby. Yeah. So, Congratulations. Yeah, you know, then that happened. <laughs> then that happened. Small thing. <laughs> wow. So yeah, our plan is to get back on the schedule. Yeah. And outside of Team Ride, what do your lives look like? Or is your life, I mean, aside from family and new yeah. baby, or is your life Team Ride? I mean, also, like, actually, I was just thinking, like, how, how do you balance it to, like, yeah. you just had a baby? So, like, how much, I mean, it's going to be, like, I don't know. gosh, I mean, yeah. balance. How are we balancing right now? <laughs> well, I think, I think we're pretty balanced. I, I think do. right now we're pretty, the baby is kind of just with us all the time. So <laughs> I feel like we're really in baby mode. Yeah. Which, I'm not too keen on yet. So, <laughs> so I'm excited to get some childcare going yeah, and get back yeah. to my regular routine. But yeah, like as far as outside of Team Ride though, I'd say we live a like a chill life. Very but chill. but social. Very social. Yeah. We like to be out and about on weekends. You guys are yeah. like Sacramento socialites. <laughs> I have oh, to like. I, I have to say, yeah. I have to say, when you were walking in, we were watching you walk in the parking lot, and Josh goes, "God, they're so cool! I'm so excited!" And I was like, "They're really Sacramento elite." And then we looked at each other, and they're like, "We're narrating a movie scene right now." First, okay, first of all, we definitely do not feel that way, so that is hilarious. Very sweet. Um, but yeah, I would say we keep like a pretty small friend group. Mm-hmm. But I would say we're we're pretty fun. Like we love to host. Yeah. Um, and we mentioned Elena and I own duplexes, so we had, (laughs) we had one on East street and like, she lives on one side. I live on the other. It's amazing. But then she decided to get married (laughs) and like, they knew they were going to have a baby. So we're like, okay, well we need to buy a larger duplex. So right now we're renovating a larger duplex. I'll be living on the top floor. She'll be on the bottom so floor. Fun. So we're very yeah. close. And your mom's with you, I understand. So. <laughs> well, no. We're living at my mom's oh, right okay. now. Yeah, while yeah. the renovations happen. All right, cool. Um, so we love to host. Yeah. Um, my husband has always said, our hobbies are eating and drinking. Yeah. Out. Fair. Um, 
And yeah, that's what we yeah. like to do. We like to yeah, go to happy like. hours. We like to hit up breweries. Yeah. We're out on the weekends yeah. because that's what's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Cool. Um, and you're you're from Sacramento, right? We are. Yeah. How fun is it to be back in your hometown, owning a business, and doing life here? I think being back in our hometown is kind of what made us so successful right off the bat. For sure. Um, because we felt nurtured and supported here. While, like, a lot of people that we knew from the past didn't really come to our business at first, mm-hmm. it was more just a comfort level of our own. Totally. Yeah. You know? I mean, I knew we always knew when we talked about opening a business, we knew it would be in Sacramento mm-hmm. for that exact reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as being back in Sacramento, how does it feel? You know, I, coming from New York, I definitely miss that big city totally. feel still. Um so I'd say it's it's been a hard transition. But I think that's also why we live, you know, in Midtown and now yeah, for sure. our new place is in downtown. Yeah. The fastest we, part of Sacramento. Yeah. We yeah. like being able to walk out our door and mm-hmm. get to fun things. Totally. Um, we're currently living at our mom's house, which is <laughs> in the suburbs. <laughs> With and, husband and baby and oh sister. My, yeah. Right? Oh yeah. No, it's crazy. And it's just. It's the suburbs. Yeah. You know, you can't walk to anything. Yeah. So it just feels like a departure from what we love, which yeah. is being in the action. Totally. Yeah. M- Michelle talked about big city, and I've always thought, like, like Sacramento is, like, almost on the cusp of being a big city one mm-hmm. day. Yes. Do you feel like, like you guys have, like, a role to play in, like, helping Sacramento so. be a cooler, bigger city one day? Cooler I, for wow. sure. Wow. I really hope so. You know, like... But I mean, I I think so in the fact that we, you know, we brought a type of fitness that you find in big cities. I think that's what Team Ride has helped do. Yeah, because people visit from like LA, New York, Chicago, and they come to Team Ride. Yeah. So that speaks to like the level of business we brought. Um, I think it's also fun that we forced every other fitness studio, I'm going to say it, to up their social media game. Oh, yeah. When we came onto the scene, Michelle was, you know, researching every fitness yeah. company under the sun. Yeah. And she uh-huh. was saying, well, there's just a huge lack of fun and yeah. excitement on any of these social medias. So I feel like we did play a role there. I, I Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. Social media yeah. gurus. Uh, really are. You guys are being so social nice. Media yeah, nice. Team Ride Mafia yeah, with Tom wow. Segal. We love being here. What what was the most important thing that you think you guys did at the beginning and then maybe what was the biggest mistake that you made along the way? Mm. Wow. The okay, biggest hit, like best thing we did at the beginning? Yeah. Was creating a cohesive brand. Yeah. Yeah. She really Yeah. She really Is it a flower that is it the orange? You know, it's supposed to be like a, a wheel star? in motion. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Star. But yeah, it's, it's whatever pretty. You want. Yeah, whatever it's really pretty. Whatever you'd like it's to so interpret. Cool. And like, it's recognizable. You see that yeah. color? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely recognizable. If we could go back, we would do a two color logo yes. or a single color logo. Because mm-hmm. um, as far as printing it on apparel and stuff, not easy. It has like seven colors, you know, things yeah. that you just don't even think about. Cost totally. Totally. It's not cost okay, and then what's our biggest mistake we've made? Yeah, what yeah. have you learned from it? <sighs> wow, so many. <laughs> but I would say like maybe like not trusting our gut for sure. That's a big one. Yeah. I think we get talked out of things or into things 
And that's the biggest mistake. It's always trust this, like Michelle and I, our brains and our initial thoughts and decisions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we opened a Folsom location. Right. We wanted to open a Roseville location. We ended up opening a Folsom location because we got kind of talked into that. Got it. I still regret that. Well, it's not here anymore, right? It's not here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not that Roseville would have done any better. Who knows? But (laughs) that's one one that we... Trust your guys. We had had, um, Danny uh, Turner from Pushkins, and he was like, that was his number one thing is he was like... We just trusted our, our gut the whole time. Like, we just had good ideas and we I had loyal followers. We love Danny them. and Olga are uh, amazing. They are the best. We love They them. love you too, by the way. Yeah, time. they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's because we opened right around the same time. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. we just have like a sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. He was awesome to have. Um, what would be some of your biggest advice to young entrepreneurs that want to start their own business outside of trust your gut? Cause that I do think is very important, but outside of that, what would be your biggest piece of advice to give somebody coming into the business ownership, entrepreneurial space, start early and start young. That's what I would say. Um, start before you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Cause I, I will say like looking back, I can't believe we did it. Like we were so naive to so many of the challenges. And so like knowing what I know now, it's like I would have never done it. So I think what you're saying, being like young enough, naive enough, I mean, that's a blessing. Stupid enough? No. No, Okay. But I would say like if you want it, go for it. If you're an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur. You're never going to be happy clocking in and out. Yeah. So just do it. Yeah. What is the worst that could happen? I guess we always say that. What is the worst that could happen? And is it that bad? Like you fail, you lose some money. Yeah. Is that that bad? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You got to avoid it. That's awesome. Yeah. Josh, do you have any other questions for them before we jump into rapid fire? Let's go into rapid fire. (laughs) Wow. Take a deep breath. It's hot in here. Um, Okay. I would love for each of you to answer these independently. Okay. okay. So one at a time. Um, your favorite restaurant in Sacramento? <sighs> Shoot, that's my hard. head immediately goes to the press. Rest oh, in I know. peace. Oh, but so I'm gonna say for fun. I'm gonna say Zocalo. That's oh, great. That's so good. It's fun. But we love Moxie. Not we. Hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna do a plug. Yeah, for Moxie. Moxie. Good cool. answer. Yes. Good answer. Our dad loved that restaurant. Oh, so that's awesome. Get the lamb. Um, your favorite song right now in this moment. Oh, jeez. I mean, there's so many good songs. I mean, I'm going to go EDM and say Levels by Avicii. Great song. Awesome. Great song. Favorite. Um, God, you you guys, I don't know. Honestly, whatever's playing on Sirius XM, the chill station, just go there. (laughs) Consider every song my favorite song. Do it. Great. Um, What is one daily habit that you live by? A coffee in the morning. A huge pot of coffee in the morning. And homemade huge pot so you can just refill as many cups as you want. Or also breakfast. Like I must have breakfast. Specifically eggs. Specifically eggs. Okay. That's true. Okay. Um, And the last one. See, they're easy. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) The last one is your favorite place to go and unplug. Napa. Mm, Good one. Michelle, gosh. That one's really good. But dream scenario like I can go and money's not a problem half moon bay 
awesome. Also a great one. Wow. See, that was it. Nice. Easy, painless. Those are good. So painless. <laughs> wow. You guys are so fun. Ladies, no, thank you awesome. so much for coming. Of course. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Awesome. This has been The Edge of Greatness. A huge thank you to Metro Edge. A huge thank you to the UC Davis Graduate School of Management. A huge thank you to Rayleigh's. And a huge thank you to Bob Stobner, our technical producer. We'll see you next time.